You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Next destination for Philadelphia, the Super Bowl in Minnesota. Let's get you set with our friend Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports, who covered the NFC Championship game. Eric, as you were watching things unfold, how was Nick Foles able to carve up a tremendous Minnesota defense yesterday? Hey, Brian, good to be on. Uh, I think a lot of the credit has to go to LeGarrette Blount. I think that the game certainly changed on the pick six because, as we all saw, the Vikings just tore down the field and quieted the crowd to start the game. The pick six changed momentum, and then I think the runaway began when Blount just ran right up the middle, bulldozed the Vikings defense, and scored from 11 yards out. And I think that 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 got the crowd into it, and I think that it shook the Vikings a little bit. They're supposed to be the number one uh, defense, uh, and that they were they were pancaked uh, on that drive and on that play. Uh, and I think that from then on, the Vikings had to mind their P's and Q's when it came to the rushing game. That gave Foles time and uh, and the ability to, uh, to to be creative and be confident. Um, and that that Eagles offensive line, Brian, that that might be the best in the game. And usually, you do not get to the Super Bowl without either of the first or second best offensive line in football. Eric, what does that say about Doug Peterson and his and his confidence that he has in Nick Foles? I mean, Nick Foles went out and played like he was a, legit, a legitimate starter in the National Football League and played totally opposite of what we remember seeing him playing like in the latter part of the season. Yeah, the, I mean, they believe in him. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, Peterson, uh, he certainly has had an offensive mind and a great background, a quarterback background. Carson Wentz, I think has been helping him along the way, obviously much younger, but a second set of eyes. Um, and, and from being in the locker room last night, Correll, you really got the sense that they believed him and they weren't surprised. Um, and, and, and I think that when you have that kind of belief, he's always been a confident quarterback. I remember and I, I covered him in his rookie year, um, and, and they were down the, not the goal line. This was the Eagles were a terrible team back then. You know, the, the Michael Vick era was ending, and they were down on the goal line, and Foles called his own play. Marty Morningweg, then the, the offensive coordinator, uh, was stunned that Foles called his own play, but it worked, and they won the game. Uh, and so he's always had the ability. He's always had the smarts. He's always had the poise. Just I don't think the system has no referred to him. He hasn't had the right personnel. Uh, and now that he has the belief of the players around him and also the coaching staff, and I think that's a little bit of a difference between how people feel about Blake Bortles. I think that they could have had more confidence in Bortles down the stretch yesterday. Obviously, that's not the game I was at. Uh, but I think that they believe in Foles, and uh, to them, uh, at least in this moment, he's just as good as Carson Wentz. And Eric, as always, you're the perfect setup man. That was like Magic Johnson giving me the pass I was looking for, because as you were watching the final minutes of the AFC Championship game, what did you make of Jacksonville's play calling? To me, they got way too conservative because, in my view, they were scared Blake Bortles was going to turn it over. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Brian. I think that was an issue. It's just a couple things to give that context. Um, the, the, the Doug Marone, Nate Hackett way is run the ball. Uh, and and that, they've been very bit clear about that. And everybody I've talked to, win or lose, in the Jags locker room says that our identity is run the ball. Uh, and so uh, to some extent they want to establish that and keep that. I think that they uh, were smart to go away from that at the beginning of the game. And th- their passes, I think, really had the, the, the Patriots on their heels. They should have gone with it. Uh, but their DNA is always going to be run the ball. I think that that's sort of the Achilles heel for Marone and Hackett, uh, and, and it came, came back to bite them. On the other hand, I will say this, and I think that this is – I don't disagree, but I think this is important, is that when the Vikings had the lead early in the game, 
They didn't keep to the run. They stayed with the pass. They, that pick six changed the game. And I think you're, you're understandably afraid of having that kind of mistake if you, are, if you are in the lead on the road at Gillette Stadium. What does it say about Bill Belichick and his ability, to, regardless of who you're playing against, to go in at half and while struggling in the first half to figure it out and look like the game is lost, he come out in the second half and he truly takes away your strength and in, in, in what it is that you do because the running game was something that was really special in the first half for Jacksonville, but in the second half, it was nothing. And we, we didn't see Jacksonville make an adjustment. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's – and we saw this in the 49ers game. I know a lot of people didn't watch this game, but that was one of the worst defensive performances of the Jags all season. They gave up 40, 44 points to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and the, the new-look 49ers. And I think in that game they showed uh, some variation in their offense, and they were able to, uh, I, I think, uh, stun the, uh, the Jags defense a little bit. It's a young defense. It's not – I don't want to say it's an uncreative defense, but it's not as dynamic – as you're going to see from Patricia or the Vikings or the Eagles. Uh, and, I, and I think that the, what you have with the Patriots, and this is with Belichick and this is with Brady, they enjoy the challenge. You know, they like it when it's a close game. They want to be uh, a little bit scared. They, they want to be uh, pressed into making adjustments. Uh, and so I think that when you are going up against them, you're worried that, that Brady and Belichick are going to come up with an answer. But as you get more worried, they get more confident that they're going to figure out the puzzle uh, it's like being in a close chess game. You sort of get excited. The adrenaline starts to flow uh, that you're a little bit back on your heels, and, and they were able to respond. They always are. And that is the biggest problem with facing the Patriots is that even if you get into the fourth quarter and you have the lead or it's close, that's where they thrive the most. So you can be tired uh, and you can be depleted or you can, you can feel like you're in the game, but, the, but you're going to get the best Patriots at the end of the game. Eric Adelson, Yahoo Sports, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Eric, last one for me. You gave us the good macro view, but we know there are no perfect teams in professional sports. So if the Patriots have a flaw, what do you think it might be? The numbers suggest they were pretty mediocre against the pass this year. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that, I mean, they're obviously not going to face uh, a superstar uh, quarterback in, in this. Um, however, I, I've always wondered if the lack of the power running game is going to get them. Uh, and, and I know that's on the offensive side of the ball. But I think that one of the storylines you're going to see is that you have a former Patriot, LeGarrette Blunt, who's now against them. And they didn't really replace him. And he and two of the last Super Bowls they, they won were with him. Um, I, I have to wonder if that's ever going to bite them. I think that it, there's a chance that it will because uh, he, he's, he, he's had a little bit of a checkered pass, Blount has, but he's a great power running back, and they have a great offensive line. And even though the pass is something that they've struggled with, I think the run might determine this upset if it happens. Eric, as always, we appreciate the information. Say hello in person one of these events. We'll be on Radio Row in Minnesota, so we'll have a chance to chat then, okay? Well, I've been waiting for you to ask me about Andy Dalton, who's finally a playoff hero, but I guess you're not going to call me when it's time. No, to no, no. I'm all over well, Case Keenum. Eric, I have a new cause now. I've given up on Dalton. <laughs> I'm all over Case Keenum. Thank you, Eric. See ya. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.